hello, and welcome to the Fisher Poetry Podcast, a showcase of prose, poetry, and song written and performed by those in the commercial fishing community, mostly. I'm your host, Brad. Thanks for joining us today. Today we are happy to be bringing you another installment of Sunday at Sea, a live show of maritime songs, stories, and good coastal fellowship hosted by Mark Allen Lovewell and Molly Canole from Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts. So, without further ado, here's their show. Woohoo! Are we live? Five, four, three, two, one. Sunday at sea. Good evening, everyone. Thank my, you. Thank you. My thank name's, you. My name is Mark Allen Lovewell, a folk singer from Martha's Vineyard, and seated right next to me is Molly Canole. Hey, guys. How are you? Welcome so, to Sunday at Sea. Welcome to Sunday at Sea. We actually have new guests here. We're watching this That's show, right. so we just want to put a little tug in here. To We just did the Ukrainian National Anthem. Mm-hmm. It's a way we open the show. We're paying close attention to what's going on in Europe and there's such Everywhere. there's this messes is kind so of a many for there's messes in yeah. so many different places we could probably do national anthems for the whole show. I mean there's a lot of sadness out there. But we also care deeply about you and our friends and our fellowship and it's kind of like, you know, letting people know that we're not tucking our heads in the sand that we are paying attention to what's around us, but we also value and cherish fellowship. Fellowship, community, and bringing, finding the joy amidst, find the light amidst the dark. And this program is is Sunday at Sea because we do songs and stories about the ocean and related. We love the ocean. We love our coastal community. And we know that you, too, many of you are are surrounded by the water and love Mm -hmm. seagulls and all the sounds of that. But the, the big highlight of today, we're starting off today. The debut unveiling of Molly's brand new song. No one has heard this song ever before besides me. <laughs> We've been practicing it. I don't and I, I have to say I feel like I need to let you guys in on this little little song, even if it's not to the stage that we might record it, which we will be. But um because 
you might remember a few months back, I read this as a poem. And, I, and a few months before that, I read it as a poem. And I was like, you know, this is, is, is threatening to become a song. I think I used that word. It sure was. <laughs> it was threatening to become a song. And, and it just took its little time to be born. And then, and then it found its way. So it's at that stage now that we're working on it. And we're, we're, we're flushing it out and um, having, having a good time with it. So it's the subject we of the song. I want to share with you. you. want to talk about the subject of the song. Because I yes. think that they, that they deserve to know. No, we're not going to hit you over the head with anything you haven't heard before. <laughs> but, but the idea is that this is a song that pays tribute to the, our experiences on the water. Yeah, it does. It definitely does. Um, and it has different verses that sort of are set in separate places, but the first one is the water. And um, uh, a big surprise to those of you who have our previous album, Home, songs of, you know, that we recorded, um, the title of this song is Home Again. <laughs> I think there's a theme going on there. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's a subject that is near I, I and dear to my heart. I want to sneak this thought in. For all of you fans who love Christopher Cross's song, Sailor, right? Oh, yeah, This is not that song. This is not that song. But we but love it, that song, too. But it is an interpretation of something Home deep, again. Home deep again. Deep about being on the water, being connected. And you just heard it from and the author of the song. And all the places you find home. Places you find home. That's right. That's a rhythm for me. Okay. There you go. On a catboat, traveling the light. Wind by dead stars at night. On the deck below, on the
from Vermont were singing harmony. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. It is so awesome. Thank you. Yeah, we have folks from Vermont here. Woohoo! <laughs> That's wonderful. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for letting me Thank share. you. Thank I you. mean, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank She's, you for making this beautiful She keeps cranking part. out these wonderful songs. <laughs> It's so they cool. They come when they come. You know, they come when they come. <laughs> Can't force them, but... Aww. Well, you know, speaking of... That was some good news. We did have some good news that we were able to share about that. But we have some other good news that you need to share, too, right? Yeah, Don't we have some okay. good, good, All right, we've got to start news. this off. Is happy it, news. We're, we're really glad to share that. Many of you know that I'm a dad. I'm a father. And... That, oh, no, and and all of you who know me as a dad know that I'm really proud as a father. I have two wonderful kids, two wonderful kids, Alan and Emma Lovewell. And I just let, say Alan first because Alan is, is a, uh, <laughs> runs a company on the West Coast selling fish. So he, I think wonder I- wonder where he got that from. I think I took him out, <laughs> I think I took him out fishing too much. <laughs> So he runs a company called Real Good Fish, and you can check it out. You could Google it, Real Good Fish, or whatever. So I'm real proud of him. And he's not to be overshadowed in my life, but he is overshadowed in the real world by Emma, his sister Emma. Emma Lovewell, who is a, I'll just say it, a celebrated Peloton instructor. And earlier this summer, earlier this spring, she released a new book. And... Um, she has followers all over the world beyond measure, and uh, she's getting married. She just announced it. It was so awesome. And, so wonderful. And not only do I know the man she's bearing, I've known him for He's a peach. nine years. He's a sweetheart, Dave, <laughs> Dave Clark. And uh, we love them deeply. Yeah. So and, nice. you know, we, so it's a treasured moment. They announced their engagement. And they were out outside in some beautiful, beautiful Enjoying hill overlooking yeah. over the landscape. And we're and she, like her brother and like us, has a great appreciation for the outdoors beyond measure. So we're celebrating with her and, and uh, yeah. And so I'm glowing. If you can't tell already, you <laughs> are not, you're not close enough to your screen. But I am glowing and. Um, and I'm really very proud of them, and I'm wishing them the very best. And please, don't hesitate to do a Google of Emma Lovewell and send her your own congratulations, because I don't know how many other people know about it, <laughs> but I know that her world, her community, is celebrating with her. And I'd love it if you would celebrate with her, too, and celebrate with me, because it's a big deal. I'm a proud dad, so. Anyway. Hey, you gave it a, a, like a prequel of a little story you were going to tell tonight too this morning in the morning show oh, we, I, do, uh, I do a Facebook morning show just a teaser just a teaser and I say what's coming up at the night right. or I just say please come to the show and it was breezy this morning there was a strong north wind and uh, you know granted it wasn't it's not winter outside it's autumn but I'm a wimp <laughs> Having been spoiled by months of wonderful warm weather, <laughs> it's now autumn. And boy, it felt 
deeper than autumn this morning and i normally do a little show outside somewhere saying please come to the show so i did it from my i was a wimp i did it from my kitchen can't be any more wimpier than that. Well, you have a cool picture in your kitchen, and that's what was your backdrop, and that's what you yeah, were going to tell shared, us about. I shared it, yeah. Well, I, I showed people, you go look this up. It's <laughs> recorded and will never be deleted, according to Facebook, will never be deleted. <laughs> um, I have this wonderful copy of a watercolor painting of a schooner called the Alice S. Wentworth, which sailed the waters from Vineyard Haven celebrated up and down the East Coast in the days before asphalt roads when building America was done by the transportation of all that heavy equipment you see on Route 95 <laughs> all that equipment was transported up and down the coast by yeah, a railroad but most of it, a bulk of it was by ships and by vessels and the Alice S. Wentworth was a schooner that transported all kinds of stuff up and down the coast and was celebrated not just by the vessel, but by the captain. And the captain's name was Zeb Tilton. Tilton, Zeb Tilton. You can Google that up because he was celebrated when he was alive and well. And he died before I was born, so I can't tell you I met him. But I can tell you that I grew up in the shadow of the stories of this man who sang sea shanties and told stories. And what told stories. <laughs> and he celebrated. He performed in Radio City Hall. Talk about somebody who was recognized from Maine all the way down to Virginia for his great capacity as a storyteller. And Zeb was... I mean, I look him up if you want to. Well, anyhow, I have a painting of the schooner, photograph of the schooner in my kitchen. Because, you know, in your life, in your home, you put the most important stuff you have in your kitchen. <laughs> right, anyhow, that's so that schooner out. is there to remind me. And then there's an even sweeter story behind it, which could consume this whole show. But I would simply say that <laughs> Zeb Tilton's niece, Mildred Huntington, gave that painting, copy of the painting, to me as a housewarming present when I bought my house 23 years ago so in Vineyard sweet. Haven. So sweet. So sweet. So of course I hang it in the wall. And her husband was more celebrated he was Gail Huntington, who collected sea shanties and stories on and, uh, Martha's Vineyard. You could Google him. He published two books of sea shanties. That's yeah. right. And yeah. most of the songs I sing were somehow recorded or written or copied or documented by him. As he we'll sing one at the very end of the show. So you get to hear Which is in a very circuitous way, storytelling way that Marcos is a shaggy dog story. <laughs> Will you get to the point of this song? So... A dear friend of mine, who was a dear friend of Gail Huntington, his name was Larry Kaplan. Larry Kaplan, and he is alive. He's a wonderful fellow. Wonderful songwriter. And he wrote, so, thank you, and, and he beloved. People love him, and he's written lots of songs, lots and lots of songs. He's a songwriter. 
based in Connecticut, though he's been spending some time in England. But he's just beloved, and you can look him up. And he's, and so in my first, I think my first CD, I recorded this song. It's called Old Zeb. Guess who? <laughs> As a tribute to Zeb Tilton. And, and, and Larry so nailed it when he wrote this song. And, and it's about Zeb when he went as his older years, when they were trying very hard to preserve and protect that, that schooner. Well, unfortunately, they couldn't. Storms and age and whatever, she went down. But you can Google that up too. But the idea is this is a song, a tribute to Zeb in his later years. And he, the chorus you're going to love, she's going to help me with the chorus in a wonderful way, refers to Zeb's two daughters, <laughs> Rosie and Gertie. Yes. And we love this song. This that's is a love song. song. So, so that's, that's, there we go. It's the longest introduction you ever heard. It was longer than the actual song I'm going to sing. But I have a reputation for that. It's a good story. I'm not tired of the wind. I'm not weary of the sea. But she's probably been a belly full of a damn like me. While I'm going ashore. She's gone for better days. But I'll see her topsail flying when she comes down on the waves. So, Rosie, get my Sunday shoes. Birdie, get my walking cane. We'll take another walk to see old Wimber sail again. I'd like to have a nickel for the men I used to know. Who could load three cords of lumber and a half tower or so? Who could pull sail by holly instead of donkeying around? And I'd be the poorest coaster man this side of Edgar Town. So, Rosie, get my Sunday shoes. And Gertie, get my walking cane. We'll take another walk. You know it takes brains to work a sail I've never seen a steamer make much use of a gale You can go and pay your taxes for the ration gas you get But at least to me the wind is free and they haven't run out yet So Rosie, get my Sunday shoes Gertie well, if I ever had to get back to her, you know I'd treat her just the same. I'd jibe her when I want to, boys, and I'd sail through the freezing rain. You know I'd park old Wentworth on the beach and go dancing in the town. Cause a man who's fit for hanging, well, he never will. 
Sunday shoes. Gertie! In my walking cane, we'll take another walk to see what we're sailing. So, Rosie! Get my Sunday shoes. And Gertie, get in my walking cane, we'll take another walk to see what in on see if we got some comments going on out here you know how we love to to say hi to everybody who's out there so oh boy joanne's out there toby's out there from canada well maybe he's not in can oh he's in new york city well that's cool he's not even there yet oh we got ted ted's coming in from england already boy you're up late ted oh my goodness thank you guys so much for your sweet comments Connie and Caroline are here. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, guys. We're just, we're glad you're all here. It's wonderful. <laughs> so great. So fun. Thank you. <laughs> I'll share that onto my page, too. I think I might be able to. Yeah, let's do that. Oh, I love this one. So, um. <laughs> oh, with you. Have you heard enough stories from Mark tonight already? <laughs> Never, never. <laughs> um, earlier this year, we performed in Oregon. And uh, we also went down and visited my son in California. And we went to San Francisco. And uh, we went into San Francisco to visit one of her dear friends. And this is I'm, a good I'm cutting story. to the chase. Yeah. I'm cutting to the chase really yeah. quick, though. I don't my sister Samantha. We, we went on a tour down there, and there's this amazing story. And I've I've done it on this show before, but I, and I won't go into it now. But I should simply say that in the building of San Francisco more than 100, 150 years ago, they used ships to build the city. They would take old ships, and one of the ships was the Niantic. Martha, the captain was from Martha's Vineyard, Cleveland, anyway. And an amazing story there because they honor and value and respect that. When it's, and what happened was they were digging to, in the financial district of San Francisco, and they found her buried in the ground. And how many other ships? Like... Hundreds. So what's been kind of fun is this amazing connection between Martha's Vineyard and San Francisco. Can we but tell what, the story uh, of why I got there real quick? Just real quick. I know we told it before, but it's still cool. The whole thing about the... Well, just a little bit, of, right? Or a little piece of it was the reason is, is that Captain Cleveland was sailing the ship off, of, off what we call the Panama Coast, where Panama Canal is. And a whole bunch of people were waving at him. He was sailing a ship, harvesting and hunting whales, and they all waved at him and said, we'll pay you money to take us to San Francisco. Guess why? Because it was the gold rush. Everybody, so many people were trying to get from the East Coast to the West Coast, and one way to do it, because they hadn't completed the... Anyhow, the way to do it was to go by ship down to the 
isthmus where Panama Canal had not yet been built, cross over and get a ship to take you up to San Francisco. So, so Cleveland you did saw, it, saw right? the money, saw mm -hmm. the money and said, well, all right, I'll take you, I'll take you. And he loaded more than 100 people on board his whaling ship and departed and headed up to San Francisco. And then what happened? And that's a whole story, but that's another story. But the whole thing is they arrived in San Francisco. And Captain Cleveland made a serious miscalculation when he brought the ship into San Francisco. For not only did all those passengers walk off the ship, but his whole crew did. Why wouldn't they? Why would they want to go out for two years of hard labor at he, sea? So they he lost to get his crew. <laughs> and if you're, I mean, if you're running a powerboat, you just start the engine and you leave port. He was without crew, and so he, he had to stuck. essentially abandon ship, and she became a restaurant, a floating restaurant. She became a hotel the called the Niantic Hotel. First it was a store, right, like for provisions? For, it yeah, went for provisions, because when you're trying to build a city quickly you to accommodate the gold rush, you, you, you can't build it fast enough. So it's the easiest thing to do is Take a ship and make it into something. Well, what happened is that San Francisco kept growing, and of course they started building across the. So that ship and got buried. Got old. They got old, and they saw hundreds of feet away from today its shoreline. It's inland, and they were digging it a few years ago, and they dug it up. Well, anyhow, so it's the only reason why I'm getting into this story, <laughs> I love telling stories, is that. There, somebody is actually, and you can Google it, but I, I, you can Google me and, or find me and I'll tell you the link. Somebody has actually put together a map of the harbor of San Francisco as she is today. And he has identified up to 90 ships and their names. And it's a beautiful and impressive crazy. map. Under, underground. And, and, and I, anyway, I got wind of this and I get all excited because the story <laughs> of building America is, is our story. It's your story. Whether you're on the West Coast or on the East Coast, whether you're a descendant of anything or whatever, your story is wrapped up in the building of America. And I just love that. And so, of course, obviously, this only have to sing a sea shanty refers to a sailor who gets in trouble in San Francisco. <laughs> Again, here's an introduction longer than the song. <laughs> this is a song about a New England whaleman who gets himself in trouble in San Francisco.
Once more, once more, I love to see once more. Oh my God, what's it doing? Well, I met a young gal from Frisco Town. My heart was not my own. We kissed when we parted. My money and watch was gone. As I was a walking down the street, the people said to me, Now there goes a brave young whaler man who's off to sea once more. Once more, once more, we're off to sea once more. Now there goes a brave young whaler man who's off to sea once more. Well, a boarding master picked me up. His name was Shanghai Brown. I asked for him to take me in, but he looked at me with a frown. The last time that I paid you off, you chalked me no more score. But I'll take your advance and I'll give you a chance. I'll send you to sea once more. Once more, once more, we're off to sea once more. Well, I'll take your advance and I'll give you a chance. I'll send you to sea. Well, he shipped me aboard a whaling ship bound for the Arctic Sea. Where the cold wind blows, there's ice and snow. Jamaica rum would freeze. Oh, I can't stay here. I have no gear. I spent all my money ashore. Twas then that I wished that I was dead. Then go to sea once more. Once more, once more. To see once more, twas then that I wish that I was dead. Then go to see once more. Well, sometimes we got sperm whales, and sometimes we got none. With a twenty-foot oar stuck to your hand, you rowed all day long. And when night it came all along, you slept upon your oar. Oh, your back is weak, you shall not seek a berth at sea once more. Once more, once more, out to sea once more. Oh, your back is weak, you shall not seek a berth at sea once more. All right, this is my favorite and last verse. So come all you brave young whalermen and listen to my song. When you go on those long whaling trips, I'll tell you what goes wrong. Take my advice, don't drink strong drink or travel along the shore. But get married, me lads, and spend your nights in and go to sea no more. Once more, once more, we're off to sea once more. Look at married me lads and spend your nights in and go to sea no more. No more, no more, I'm off to sea no more. I got married me lads and I spend my nights in, I go to sea no
Oh, we got another good, good um, yeah, we got a, we shanty, a wailing song. I love this one. I love this I song. love this church, okay? This church is a wonderful church. And, you know, it, church, it, it's, it's not just religion here, okay? It's the history of this town is in this building. Down the street, there's a church that's called the Whaling Church. And there's as much whaling in this building as there is in the Whaling Church. So you can't name two churches on in Edgartown, the Whaling Church. But so why not? Why not? Why not? Why not sing a whaling song? Now, for the benefit of those who. I think I do sing to you guys. Yeah, we'll do sing to you. Um, doing better for our new guests here t tonight. I love to sing whaling songs, not because I love the killing of whales. Exactly the opposite. Exactly the opposite. I sing whaling songs because it's part of my family and part of my island history, the story of my community. And. Uh, I've met amazing, wonderful people singing these songs about whaling. And we all get it, every one of us. Everyone understands that we're trying really hard to bring whales back. And, and so the, the purpose of the singing of the song is not to celebrate the death or to celebrate the killing of them, but it's to honor them, to remember our story. And uh, we know better. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, It's almost it's the same story. I mean, I'm a New Englander. I'm a New Englander. And, and anyone knows the story about the settlers coming here and pushing Native Americans and doing awful things to them? That's a terrible story. Got to tell the story so we well, don't Well, we got to tell them. those stories and we got to share, share the shame or share whatever it is because it's not. But the story of whaling to me is a story that whales can't speak to us and tell us what they've been through. They can't tell us what they're going through now. We don't know what they're going through. We have, but only in our, we can empathize, we can visualize the story of whales from their perspective. So, what can I do as a folk singer? I can sing whaling songs and sing them in an old, 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 old building. And I feel that in the days of yore, days ago, that people were sitting in these pews, worried about their sons, worried about their husbands who were far from home. When you look at Martha's Vineyard, you see these huge, gigantic churches. It's not, it's not an accident that we that religion was a big deal for a seafaring community. You couldn't pick up your cell phone and call your son and say, how's it going today? You couldn't even mail a letter in the post office box and think that he was going to get it. So how did you make it? How did you make it through the day knowing that your relatives, your cousins, your half the community had somebody out to sea? How do you deal with that? It's got to be absolutely horrific to be a parent. I was just telling you about how celebrated I am about my kids. I know where they are. I can call them up tonight. And maybe you can call up your kids too. 
Breaking this mic slightly by yelling. I think I was thinking so too. (laughs) Ah, thank you guys. We appreciate any feedback we get. We like to feedback. Give us feedback is essential. Yeah. (laughs) And if it's too high, we'll turn it back down again. Whatever. That's right. Ah, well, thank you. We we appreciate it, and um, I'm glad we did that song because the whale wins. The whale gets away. The whale wins. That's That's a good story. I love that one. There are other songs I sing too well, the whales win too. Um, So we got Halloween coming. We do. (laughs) And um, I love Halloween. I love the season. We were just out here loading the gear in here and looking at I love the candy corns. Candy corn. We love the candy. (laughs) And the only thing is, I'm just going to say up front is that. This year, because we're not going to get into Halloween as something like scary. That's not. I don't like the scary thing. Yeah. No. We're not going that route. But we're going the route of, you know, supernatural, the mystery, the mystery of things we don't understand. And, and the beauty of the fall season, that's part of it too, right? And the fact that I can pig out on all kinds of chocolate and candy and, and pumpkin and stuff. feel like pumpkin I'm being I'm, I'm, I'm part of a cultural thing. So I, right. I love autumn, and I think 
please comment. Please feed, give us some feedback because yeah, what are your favorite we, you've heard us talk how much we love Labor Day weekend and how the, the closing of the summer bringing on autumn. But now we're into the air has that Christmas. You know, yes. the leaves are really changing here now. And the colors of the water and the sky are the deepest blue. It's, oh, it's just beautiful. And it's got, beautiful. I mean, I haven't been able to get in my sailboat to go for a sail. And we did what? We last, did last weekend. We did right? last yeah. weekend. It's hard because the weather's lousy for sailing. Been a lot of Safely. Sa safe sailing. I'm yeah. only into safe sailing. But the idea is Halloween. I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm, I'm into it. I'm into the idea of children sitting around making jack-o'-lanterns. Oh, I'm into fun. the idea, okay? And I think you should be too. <laughs> I think Halloween should be a national holiday, <laughs> especially for teachers, the poor teachers. Oh, that's true. Or the day after. Because the day boy, after Halloween. Having a kid that's all It should all be a holiday because right? <laughs> those kids are all wired up. But anyhow, so let's embrace it, and we'll be embracing it in the weeks ahead. And speaking of, of, of kind of a little bit creepy things, that brings us to the title of our next song. It's before called... we want to take, before we tell oh, okay, them the okay. name of the song, okay. do we tell them about the worms that we really... Oh, yeah, 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 worms. <laughs> tell them about the worms. <laughs> Any of you gardeners out there will appreciate this. You ordered worms. I my second shipment. I got my <laughs> second. I'm into gardening. Gardening, I believe, is more for the head than it is for the stomach. Gardening is a good thing. You know, you raise vegetables or whatever. We all do that. We love doing that. But I think that what's really cool is you got the secret to good gardening is your soil. And we and released worms to today. Soil? We released a worms. thousand worms today. Part of some of them in my brother's garden and some in my garden. And weeks before, I got more. So that brings us to this song you want to introduce the name of it. So think Halloween. <laughs> think a little bit ickier than worms. Miller's Maggot. <laughs> this is an this Irish tune. This comes from Ireland. Ireland. Is, we don't know We love the Irish, this. okay? We think they're awesome because they name songs for things you would never name Aren't anything. You? they got a good sense of humor. It's great. This is, fun. This is called... Miller's Maggot. You can use your imagination as to why it's called that. We have and no idea. And the music is such a sweet tune, and we do it together. All right, we're going to start out slow, kind of. Yeah. Because that's yeah. where I am.
Let's do it again. Oh, we got we got a we got our shout Ooh, outs to of... some people, right? We got some shout outs to do, right? Should we? Yeah. Well, I I think let, let's talk about Brad, Brad, who is normally Brad. here. Brad Wortman, our wizard behind the scenes. No, we normally talk about is Brad here, a lot. but he's not here. He's he's not here. Not here. He's normally running this show virtually from like, Salem, yeah, Oregon. That's so cool. He's a wizard. He's a wizard. In other words, we get all these wires running directly to his house. Yeah. And and he, he does, magic does magic to them. He does magic. He pulls all this together and puts together a wonderful show where it's, the program is watched on television on the East Coast and on the West Coast. And she's going to yep. read a little statement about it. And he's a magical man, but he's he's not. He was he was busy yesterday. Really busy. <laughs> Really busy. Something you've been planning for for m more than a year. In yeah. fact, he's already planning the next one. The eclipse. The annular eclipse that happened yesterday. He drove into the zone where you could see it fully. In Utah. And brought gear galore. And gear galore and simulcasted it. Simulcast it and videoed it. So he has a video out there. Brad Wortman, you can look it up. Annular eclipse 2023 YouTube um, it's amazing. He did it from a beautiful desert spot in Utah. And um, uh, if you watch our show now after the fact, so not live, but go to YouTube when it gets posted there, um, uh, Brad will have uploaded some fabulous photos of himself outside his trailer with all the mountains of gear. I don't even know how it could have fit in there. But if any of you watched amazing. the eclipse yesterday in any shape or form or were somehow colored by it, please comment. Add a comment in the, on our show. Because yeah. it's, it's Well, a, we shared his enthusiasm for that. We were watching it live the whole time. It was fascinating. It was really, really a cool thing. And when it got to the, the reason why it's called an annular eclipse, which is a cool thing, is because the, the, the moon is closer to the further away oh it's further away it's further away so it makes it a little bit smaller so it doesn't quite
light cover the sun, it has this ring of fire around it. So it's so cool to get it to see when it actually I don't think we have got time to that part. That down because we, we have to finish time? this. We have five minutes. Oh, we got to do it real quick. Okay, so we got You're some credits read to read. As we close out the show, we want to give a big shout out to our audience, both live and in person. We couldn't do this without you. We want to thank the sponsors of our show, our Patreon supporters, the Federated Church of Martha's Vineyard for providing this wonderful venue, and lastly, the Fisher Poetry Archive. That's Brad for their technical assistance in directing and editing this show. You can watch our show on Facebook, YouTube, MVTV, Martha's Vineyard Capital Community Media in Salem, Oregon, or you can listen to our podcast on Amazon, Apple, Google, Spotify, and you can find us on our website, mollymark.com. <laughs> All right, we got to start to do it. <laughs> Sing along with us. morning and the sails were full of snow right
Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. That was Sunday at Sea, hosted by Mark Allen Lovewell and Molly Canole of Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts. Thank you, Mark and Molly. It was a real pleasure to have you on the show today. For more information about Sunday at Sea, please check out the link included in the podcast description. Well, that's it. This one's in the tote. The Fisher Poetry Podcast is written and produced by me, Brad Wortman. Music used in this episode is courtesy of Mark Allen Lovewell and Molly Canole. We're always looking for Fisher poets like Mark and Molly to come on the show. If you'd like to appear or have comments about the show, please send an email to the Fisher Poetry Podcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to haul the latest episodes into your net. The Fisher Poetry Podcast is available via our podcast host, Anchor, and several other hosts, including Apple, Google, and Amazon. Please also check out our videos on the Fisher Poetry channel on YouTube and visit the Fisher Poetry Podcast page on Facebook. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. Come all young sailormen, listen to me. I'll sing you a song of the fish in the sea. Blow your winds westerly, westerly blow. We're bound to the southern, so steady she goes. 